This episode is brought to you by USAA Insurance. USAA Homeowners Insurance not only helps you cover your home, it also helps you cover your budget, lower your premium in a number of ways, like saving up to 10% when you bundle home and auto insurance, saving up to 15% if you've been claims-free for five years, regardless of your previous insurance provider, and scoring even more deals and discounts on things like home security, moving, and storage with the USAA Perks Program. Tap the banner or visit usaa.com homeowners to learn more and get a quote. Restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Empower. While Empower can't tell you who to start at running back each week, they can help you tackle your money questions. Can you retire early? What's your net worth? Will you be able to afford your child's education? With Empower's real-time dashboard and real live conversations, you can get clarity on your real-life financial goals. Join 18 million Americans and Empower What's Next. To start today, visit Empower.com. Welcome to the Fantasy Footballers Podcast with your hosts, Andy Holloway, Jason Moore, and Mike Wright. Oh, welcome in. The Fantasy Footballers Podcast, Tuesday, March 7th. Jason Moore, Mike Wright, Andy Holloway. Chillo. Another great episode coming your way. Free agency predictions on today's show. And uh, if it times up right, maybe some of these reported signings will happen right before I make my prediction and I can... Look smarter. Look very smart. Oh, I see. Thought we were going to be dealing with a couple other free agency predictions on today's show, but news that we'll share with you did, in fact, break. Uh, we know some destinations for a couple of free agents, and there's some rumors abounding, so we'll talk about it all. We do have a very big announcement as we welcome you into the Fantasy Footballers Podcast. We have the winner of the Listener League spot. This is from everybody that pre-ordered the UDK from Super Bowl Sunday to March 1st. You were all entered to win, but only one will be in the Listener League. And that person's sake. So really, it's it's a big announcement. Like, it's gigantic. For one For person. one person. Yeah. yeah. It, so hopefully it's you. Most of you listening right now, you're not going to hear your name. But one of you, oh man, this is a big moment. Here we go. Jason, go ahead. Jake Falzon, you're in. I hope that you are the one listening right now. If, if Jake is not listening right now, that will be very disappointing. Congratulations. You have won a spot in the listener league. And uh, if anybody else wants to get in on the Dynasty Pass, which is due for an update. Oh, yep. it's, it's in the shop right now. We've been working it's on getting, our dynasty rankings, combine information. It's getting tuned up, pulled it into the garage. Yeah, yeah. The uh, the, the DFS boys are getting the, uh, <laughs> the wheels. Boys? Yeah, the boys. <laughs> DFS the boys. boys. They're getting the wheels. Uh, <laughs> pulled them off, putting some yeah. new wheels on it. Yeah, fixing uh, what what other car things? You a car the, guy, Kyle? The alignment. You know how to fix a car? Don't care about cars at all. Don't care about. Does that mean you also are inept? No comment. Okay. Some uh, the 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 axle 
It's getting, oh yeah, it's getting real. It's getting fixed up. Car, car carburetor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wheel wells. Mm-hmm. Spark spark plug. Oh, oh yeah. Oh spark plug. Everyone loves yeah, a good a spark good, plug. I mean, that's an important part. So, so it's getting turned there's out. No spark without the plug. No, no. There's just spark. Yes. Um. I, I don't even know where I was going, but the the dynasty pass is getting a post combine update. Uh, so we'll be we'll be talking about the combine, some takeaways uh, here in the into the future. It's fun to have some more NFL news, right? Watching uh, the measurements, the all important measurements. Yeah, I I think uh, generically speaking, it's pretty disappointed with uh, people's weight. I think people need to start eating <laughs> worse. Because everyone was weighing a little, up. a little lighter than I wanted to across the board. I, you know, maybe it was their scales. Maybe the scales. Have were... you thought about opening maybe like a clinic for? Oh, I can teach them how to bulk. <laughs> J- Jason Moore's bul- uh, combine training. Yeah, it's just hey, a buffet. Jordan Addison, <laughs> come to my house for two weeks. I'll get you right on that scale. Oh my gosh, people are living with him, trying to get up for the combine. Got your meal planned. Look, look, six a.m. Bacon, six thirty. Bacon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's some leftover. <laughs> um. So yeah, it, w- it was uh, a weekend of of NFL players trying to make their mark, and uh, I know that we've all shuffled our rookie rankings a little bit. Yep. Uh, just based on where we see the NFL stacking. That's what it's about, by the way. It's it's the combine. It might not all come down to this individual metric on this thing. It's more about the reshuffling that happens in NFL general managers' minds. Mm-hmm. And therefore, you know, draft capital is a huge part of what makes a a rookie uh, a valuable asset to your fantasy team because they're going to have more opportunities to – and there's more commitment from the team. Longer leash. Yeah, and so you, you really when, – when you see the results and you see them shuffle in the minds of NFL GMs, it changes how you look at it for fantasy football. And there will be a post-draft update, update as well. To the dynasty pass, mm-hmm. they're good. That that's the big one. I mean, right now it's real fun. You know, everything uh, moving around because the combine matters because the combine matters to the NFL and the NFL are the people who are giving out the draft capital. So it's it's still an important weekend. Absolutely, but ultimatedraftkit.com if you want to get in on the dynasty pass right now, which is also available in the app uh, for the first time. Into the news we go. News and notes from around the league. Wait a minute. How do I not have this ready? Send in the car. Oh. Send in the car. Derek Carr has agreed to a four-year deal with the new England Orleans oh. Saints. Mm. I was trying to tease the New York Jets because that, that was oh, a, you I know, see. They, they need a quarterback. But uh, he's guaranteed $60 million at signing. Uh, Jameis Winston likely to be cut. $100 million in total guarantees over the life of the contract. It, it actually isn't a bad contract. I think $37.5 million per year, which puts him, when I look at like the list top to bottom of you know yearly salaries, I'm like, that's about where Derek Carr should be slotting in right now in today's NFL. You know what's the, the interesting thing for all the, the numbers that get thrown out, things you know, change year to year because the, the actual the salary cap for each NFL team generally goes up every single year. It, it it would really, I think, be better if somehow we could all start thinking in terms of percentage of salary cap because the numbers mm. the numbers don't 
it doesn't matter that the the actual raw number of how much money a player is making. I do not care. What are they counting against the salary cap? That's what matters. That is a very interesting point, especially with like a primary position like the quarterback. Yeah, where you're starting quarterback percentage of cap. I just don't think the uh, the article writers out there are going to be able to give up Yo, the, the, the great the, the biggest contract of all time, which they will all be for here on into the future as the cap increases and the profits go up. Yeah, yeah it doesn't sound as good as like, oh, you got nineteen <laughs> percent. Like, yeah, it oh, doesn't. Okay, well, yeah. what did he get? You yeah. don't picture the briefcase then. Yeah, like how much money? So then I could get mad at how much money that this player is making. Yeah, so Derek Carr arrives in New Orleans. You know, we just had a top 10 things to remember yeah. episode where one of them was literally remember what you said last year. So it was a reiteration of the fact that the new arrival quarterbacks didn't solve all the problems for these teams. Uh, you had a little Jameis Winston, a lot of Andy Dalton. That was the New Orleans situation last year. You saw Chris Olave, who uh, I think... You know, he had a very good year as a rookie, but yeah. it was better when he had Jameis Winston. More deep shots was really the equation there. Had some injuries at the end of the year. Yeah, Chris Olave is a great player. He would have been great with Andy Dalton if he was the start of this coming year. He'll be great with Derek Carr. Now, Derek Carr has a, a history of supporting a good wide receiver. One obviously did, did it with Devontae Adams this last year. He's done it with Hunter Renfro. He's had Darren Waller be relevant, but he isn't. He isn't coming in and solving problems and making Chris Olave the you know a top five wide receiver. This is another middling average quarterback that is just going to be more of the same. I want to follow up though on the dilemma that you faced that we went through on that show, which was you or, or a couple shows ago. You were in a best ball draft and you were mm. staring down DeAndre mm -hmm. Hopkins and you were staring down Chris Olave. And on the show, we talked about the fact that you went with Hopkins, Mike. You were part of that decision making. Yep. I just was curious if this news had any impact on any regret from that decision. It, it didn't. It didn't uh, because I assumed that the Saints would have any kind of veteran. I, I did not see the Saints as someone that was going to be trading up to have a rookie starting this year. And that's where, you know, if Derek, if you're talking about Derek Carr versus, um, you know, a Kenny Pickett style uh, team where, you know, there's not going to be a lot of yardage. That would have been a huge negative for Chris Olave, but instead, whether it was Garoppolo or Carr or Dalton, this to me didn't make a huge difference, and we'll have to see where DeAndre Hopkins playing football next year before we know if that was a good pick or not. Yeah, that'll be, I mean, yeah, you get a new quarterback in New Orleans, you're going to probably have a new team for DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, Cardinals plus 2,500 to win the West. <laughs> Let's go Cardinals. That's that's. Uh, it's generous. Yeah, well, I mean, I think once they lost Chosen Anderson. Oh, yep. Yeah, uh, who they're going to part ways with. That would be Robbie Anderson, which was yes, Robbie changed. Anderson. Yes. yes, we went from the Y to the IE. Now we, we're at Chosen Anderson. And mm -hmm. Steve Keim, uh, former manager, general manager of the Cardinals, he chose to take two draft picks and just set them on fire. Set them ablaze. Um. So his name is now released Anderson. Is that right? They're going to part ways with him. Yeah, he'll be. I mean, he'll land on a team. Um, I would really? think. I think so. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, it's franchise tag news. So here's what we know right now. Uh, the, this show is uh, being released on Tuesday, and the 4 p.m. Eastern time is the deadline. Cowboys are using it on Tony Pollard. 
which puts a lot of money <laughs> yes, it at does. the running back position. And this comes off the heels of McCarthy talking about how, oh, Kellen Moore's Kellen Moore's a great oh, man. offensive coordinator, but he's just an offensive coordinator. He wants to score the most points. I want to win the most games. Basically what he was saying was that he wanted to give his defense a break on the field. He thinks that's better for winning games versus just trying to, you know, outscore his opponent. And that means running the ball. That That's literally what it means. The difference between scoring a ton means of points. trying to run the ball. Sure. Well, Tony Pollard's going to help, um, you know. Yeah, in, they can run it. And Schottenheimer is also the kind of hire you make when running the football is what you want to do. You have another mind in the room with McCarthy that just loves running the football in order to give that elite defense the opportunity. He came out and basically said, look, we turn the ball over too much. I mean, that was part of it. It's like you give – we want slow drives, give the defense a break. So if they keep Zeke, though, they'll have $27 million of the cap at the running back position. And there are talks of Zeke being cut. Yeah. But that would kind of fly in the face of what we're – you know, maybe well, what McCarthy wants to do with a – a tandem. So I, I don't know if Pollard can hold up alone. I think that it's more speaking to Zeke is they're going to have to restructure the contract, get that, get the money down. Destructure. Yeah, exactly. And I, I think that Zeke and Pollard will be the running backs there, but and Zeke will take a pay cut to do it. It's his best chance at making the most money. Because yes. if you just straight that, yes. cut him, he's getting such a smaller amount. And yeah, for those asking, well, why would you ever do that? Because the new contract you go get for a different team will probably be less than what you could still get with with a lower amount this year. All right, let's get let's get to this next bit of news. Schmevin Schmingram, <laughs> yeah, baby. Jacksonville has placed the franchise tag on Evan Ingram. Not willing to make a long term commitment. Neither are we, but we'll make a one year commitment. Or, or Evan Ingram is trying to break the bank. I mean, he had a tremendous year. And he's probably asking for more, and they still have time to negotiate for a long-term deal. They're just they're putting the franchise on him to guarantee that he would be on the team this year. Other players expected to re uh, receive the franchise tag if no deal is reached by today. Josh Jacobs of the Raiders. <laughs> Sorry, you. They, what would his fifth-year option have been? Uh, it's two million in difference. Two? Yeah, is it two million so dollar get, difference? He'll get two more now. He'll get two more, which. In running back contract terms, that's a lot of money. It's not. That's why it's funny to me. I mean, it, yeah, it, it's one of those things where, yes, it looks really stupid now for the Raiders. And I would be happy to pile. If we want to pile on that, you're done. Let's go. But here's another perspective. You did get to see whether he could be this. Mm -hmm. You took a chance. It was a, it was a $2 million gamble to take this chance and find out whether you have a truly – you know, top 10 type of running back. And they were humble enough to play him and not move on from him last year. Like we kept the reason he was one of the biggest misses in fantasy was because all the money, follow the money, follow the money, decline the fifth year option, draft Zemir White, you know, play him in the Hall of Fame bring, game, play him in the Hall of Fame game and then bring in Brandon Bolden. And you're like, well, this team's actions are telling me they're ready to move on. And I think it does say something that they were willing to say, oh, wow. Okay, you're way better than everybody else in this room. If we have to pay you more next year, I guess that's what we're doing. I mean, I, he's yeah. really, really good, and he's going to be back on the Raiders. And uh, and 
you could also even make the argument that if it wasn't for the fact that he didn't have a contract, he might not have <laughs> played as well. You that's know, not, that's true. People oh, on contract. I'm not. I'm not oh, putting man. that on Josh Jacobs. It's I'm not saying nature. he did, but you it is just a, did. No, I'm saying it's a possibility. <laughs> I'm not saying he did do that. You remember Kenny Galladay that uh, final the, year there? In you know, there's there's some players who play a little bit different when they're on a contract year, and you you know, I am playing for my future contract right now. Would you if you've play got different? One, so you're out on Josh Jacobs now? No, he's on a contract year no. now. He's back on a contract year. This is great. Would you play different? Long-term deal? I think there would probably be slight moments You of show difference. up a little later to practice? I don't think it's that so much. It's maybe a business decision on here the or there on the field. Yeah. Okay. You're like maybe I run that guy over, maybe I don't. Maybe I step out of bounds. Yeah. Or maybe I get a couple extra dollars on this contract. Alvin Kamara pled not guilty to the uh conspiracy to commit battery and substantial bodily harm. Uh this was a uh, it's a felony charge. His trial set for July 31st. His discipline would come this upcoming year if uh found guilty. It's not great. Kamara yeah, is going to be buried in drafts. He is. He's and and I've I have not yet drafted him in any best ball draft just because I really don't know where to land on that. But he is tumbling and falling, and um, I think the expectation right now for fantasy managers is that he will miss some time this year. Uh, the range would be between one and six games, uh, usually for this type of an occurrence. And uh, Allen Robinson has been. <laughs> <laughs> can't say with a straight face the rams have given now did can the rams give permission with a straight face is the real question they've given Allen robinson permission to seek a trade look it's not you it's us but why don't you go find yourself a new team don't worry about money we will take care of the money I mean, they basically just just get off just of our team. leave. <laughs> they're saying they're willing oh, to cover man. a portion of his guaranteed salary. Oh, man. He turns 30 in August. His yards per outrun have declined for three straight years. All the preseason highlight videos have been, uh, from what I understand, completely destroyed. I mean, they took all of those tapes and they burnt them. Sean McVay doesn't even remember having a conversation with him. Yeah, the, uh, I hope that the other 31 teams do not listen to the episode of things to remember what's lost is not going to be found he's toast and so maybe someone will trade for him i don't think anyone will though right i don't know man the nfl they have a a lot of these guys have very strong belief in themselves to there's turn one, careers around there's one team oh chicago uh, come on back i i don't think i don't nah. think chicago they don't have anybody is my point. Yeah, but they saw him firsthand. He knows somebody in yeah. in the uh, – yeah, they did. They did see him firsthand. All right, the NFL has reinstated Jacksonville uh, wide receiver Calvin Ridley. Let's go, baby. And um, any other takeaways from the combine you guys want to mention before we move on? Lots of takeaways from the combine. I mean, we, we talked about some of the wide receivers weighed in a little less than we hope, and we just talked about that on yep. things to remember is that the weight for wide receivers is moving down as far as successful wide receivers in the NFL. Uh, but I was a little disappointed in that. Obviously, the big, I think the the biggest yes. storyline is Anthony Richardson. Agreed. Who, a uh, quarterback out of Florida, who's gone from a late first-round pick to now I saw two post-combine legitimate 
um, respectable mock drafts that had a team trading up to number one to select Anthony Richardson. I don't think he's going to go over Bryce Young in this draft, but that's what the conversation is. When we talk about the combine affecting fantasy, it's because the combine affects the NFL. Yeah. And, and legitimately so. Like, Anthony Richardson... He isn't, you know, people talk about, oh, Malik Willis last year was this athletic quarterback that, you know, wasn't very accurate. What's different? This is nowhere near this. This is not an athletic guy. This isn't Paxton Lynch with a big, strong arm who's inaccurate. This is a freak of nature. He's literally the most athletic quarterback in the history of combine testing. He's heavier than Cam, runs faster than Cam, jumps higher than any quarterback has ever jumped. It, as just an athlete he's he's the new perfection of what the best quarterback athlete could be so yeah he's got a lot of holes in his quarterback game um but those are you know Mike just talked about these teams feel like I believe in myself and my ability to to fix a player and you cannot teach someone 100th percentile athleticism right he's uh, the pinnacle and there's a lot. I think part of it is that how many teams are desperate to fix that position that haven't been able to fix it. Indianapolis is going to find their way to a quarterback this year, and I don't think it's rehash number four. I don't. I don't think it's – you know, they've done the Wentz, the Rivers, the Brissett, and uh, Matt Ryan. I think they end up with a rookie quarterback here. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, the Jets are looking for one. The Saints finally found one. But, you know, there are some other teams in the mix. Seattle's got a higher draft pick than people can – I mean, if they don't keep Geno Smith, Houston, Las Vegas, Carolina. Yeah, the two teams that I think are not being talked about enough are sitting there at five and six in this draft with the Seattle Seahawks. I, I mean, they, they could absolutely grab – they could re-sign Geno and draft Anthony Richardson as a developed prospect. And then you've got the, a similar situation with the Lions where you, right. you've got a great offensive line, great weapons – and you've got golf there. Grab Anthony Richardson to to develop for the future. Yeah, and I think I think a lot of people want, you know, fairly to push back against, you know, combine hype. It takes over Twitter, it takes over the, you know, the headlines. And all the athletic numbers are true, and there's a lot more to playing the quarterback position than just winning the combine. But when you have an opportunity to maybe take the next Cam Newton or the next Lamar Jackson or the Josh next Allen. Josh Allen, you you have to do it. And I think Richardson did enough to where, it, like you said, it's nothing like Malik Willis. Richardson's sheer athleticism and ability, if he's in the right system, is going to have a great opportunity to succeed. And you, if you look at the historical uh, quarterback position, you know, with these running quarterbacks and what it translates into fantasy football with opportunity, mm -hmm. it's not like a 50-50 shot. It's 100%. It's like they all, you know, could you have had a worse passing, reading the defense, getting sacked type of season than Justin Fields had as a rookie? A worse scenario for him? No. That I mean and, and, and that then, tape against the his first game against the Cleveland Browns was one of the, the most epic disasters that I th I think of any game tape if you watch a, a poor quarterback performance, that was worse. And so my point is that that's the that's kind of the basement for an Anthony Richardson season at this point is he starts bad like Justin Fields started in Chicago. But the draft capital now will necessitate a commitment by a team to make them their his he's going to be the future and be given the opportunity to be the future. And, and with that will come fantasy football production guaranteed 
with that level of speed. Yeah, from a fantasy football perspective and yeah. just fantasy, you you you're going to make the same decision in your drafts that the NFL is going to make. Like, do you want to go in on the potential? Yeah, it could it could be worse. Bryce Young looks safe, but Bryce Young's ceiling. Okay, maybe you say it's Drew Brees. Well, that would be that would be great for fantasy football, but that is the you know the biggest outlier of all time for that. If for a pocket passer. You're hoping that, you know, he turns into a Kirk Cousins plus type of player. And for fantasy, that's never going to get it done compared to a guy who's a true dual threat who could rush for double-digit touchdowns on the ground and 800 rushing yards. That breaks fantasy football. So if he goes in the top 10 of the NFL draft, which it seems now almost like a certainty, how is he not the first quarterback that we are drafting out of this rookie class for fantasy? He will be for me. Man. Yeah, he will be for me too, assuming he go I think he goes number three in the draft. I do. I think Anthony Richardson goes three. That would be awesome because that's a Cardinals pick. And and just so that we actually tell you what happened. Not the Cardinals. Not picking. that everybody No, the Cardinals won't pick it. Right. No. No. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um quarterback combine ranks since two two thousand and three. Anthony Richardson, this is how he he stacked up. Forty yard dash, he ran a four four four. That was second best. Since 2003 at the quarterback position. Griffin was higher, right? RG3. Yeah. Uh, broad jump was uh, best ever. Or, uh, sorry, best since 2003. Um, and then vertical jump over 40 inches. Uh, best since 2003. So, I'm pretty close on that one. You are? <laughs> yeah. 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 Just a few feet. Yeah. They're <laughs> <laughs> a very small number if you I'm go just, by feet. I'm just saying, like, if, yeah, if you, if you make the uh, – if you transfer it into feet, then yeah. I'm, I'm pretty close. Yeah, if you transfer it to percentage of a mile, yeah, right. we have You're, very similar numbers. Almost no difference. <laughs> There's almost no perceivable. Yeah. I, look, I measure in metric, so that's it's yeah. this whole thing. Yeah, you know, all, I don't want to get into yeah, it. Yeah, but I just, I'm really athletic. Uh-huh, huh. And you just turned 40, right? So that's yes. impressive. Yes, Because Richards is probably about, not, about half not that. Not 40. Um, all right, anything else from the combine you want to mention real quick before I uh, move forward? I mean, I mean like, we'll bring it I up. talk I forever. Yeah. yeah. I mean, a a chain is small, but some like I think he weighed in a little bit larger. Devin a chain running back out of Texas A and M. Gibbs was a little Gibbs, disappointing Gibbs, to not get the two hundred pounds. Yeah, he was at one ninety nine, but he was very very fast. He's I still really I, like him. Like Jameer Gibbs is is he needed to spend some time with Jason's uh, clinic. Yeah, yeah, come on down, man. Let me he, show you how to eat a burger. He has a. Oh, I thought you maybe held it at the local IHOP. He is fascinating. Talking about Gibbs. Because it's like, is he going to be Jamal Charles or is he going to be CJ Spiller? And those are, I think, pretty, two pretty fair comps for him as in terms of of uh, size and just you know electric speed. S Spiller had a year where he was fantastic, but really just one year for fantasy football. And and Jamal Charles is fantasy football Hall of Fame. So well, let's see the draft capital. He's probably a day two pick. But does he make it into the second round? All right. Quick break, and then we are going to dive into free agency predictions. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Hey, Foot Clan, a lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more of that precious time. The question is, time for what? What would you do? Maybe more fantasy football? I don't know. If time was unlimited, how would you use it? Um, what would be the first thing you turn to if you had that extra hour uh, I think for me, I would often say maybe I'd finally read that book I wanted to read. 
Maybe it's uh, being there for a friendship that you haven't been able to be there for. And the best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's actually important to you so that you can make those things a priority and therapy can help you figure that out. A therapist can guide you through the process of defining your values and understanding your priorities. And then you know what things you can spend time on and what will really fulfill you. Otherwise, you will be left wishing, like all of us, that we have more time. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. BetterHelp offers convenient, affordable online therapy that comes to you. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn how to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com footballers today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash footballers. This episode is brought to you by USAA Insurance. When you're a homeowner in the military community, peace of mind is priority. And USAA Homeowners Insurance is the award-winning service to give you just that. If you have to file a claim, the process is transparent and easy. You can do it all right in the USAA app. And replacement cost coverage comes standard. That means damaged items are repaired or replaced, even if they cost more today than they did when you bought them, which could put your wallet at ease to tap the banner or visit USAA.com slash homeowners to learn more and get a quote. Restrictions apply. Yeah, I guess that would make Mike's breakout age 40. So, yeah, that's a little later than you want to see. From an analyst in terms of a breakout age? It's the zeroth percentile. Zeroth? Yes. Zeroth percentile. But at the same time, you know, there's an opportunity for success. Better here. late that, than never. Is that is it a TH on a zero? I don't know. Or is, I mean, it wouldn't be zero. Zeroist? <laughs> <laughs> Zeroist. I don't know. I, don't, I threw it in there to make it sound no, more I formal. No, I like it. I like it a lot. But I'm just curious if there's an official... You know, I am very curious now. Yeah, answer. Yeah, there has to be. It's got to be. Th- it's it's. There is no the. <laughs> no, right. If can, you're a complete zero, you can't have a. You're not a percentage of anything. It's got to be right because zero. Th- or is you it, normally say like, it, is it an nd? Is zero-ed? it zero? Zeroed. Zeroed. <laughs> Kyle, it's zero. Oh yeah, we did it. Good job, Mike. So you're in the zeroth percentile. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Congrats. Uh, let's. Uh, Let's see if you can uh, back up your free agency predictions. Free agent frenzy. <laughs> you ready to make some free agency predictions? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, good, because that's what we're going to do. Do you want to go over a little bit of the offseason um, vocabulary, or should we just jump in? Um, I, I, I feel like most people at this point understand the difference between, um, you know, a, a, a cap hit. That's not necessarily what a player is getting paid, but what it counts against in a certain year for the cap. Some people are front loaded, back loaded, um, dead money. If you cut a player, you still have to account for their cap space from the contract you signed. That will be left over onto these, uh, teams rosters. And then, okay. The way that the the timeline's going to go, the franchise tag deadline will be today. Uh, Monday the 13th, the legal tampering period begins. The fake free agency (laughs) begins. How is this the name that we have all just, we've accepted it. You're like, yep, legal tampering. Yeah, I mean, it is a weird weird thing. Why use the negative? Whenever you call anything legal, anything, (laughs) it's followed by a word that insinuates something I mean, uh, yeah, uh, devious is happening. Yeah. How about open negotiations? 
There I you don't go. That like, sounds nice. Legal tampering. Yeah, that would so be like if, like if like stuff was free in a store and the next day it's not free. So the first day is legal stealing. Yeah. Right. It's, what are we doing here? But, uh, uh, but I don't I don't know if we have enough power to move that away. But then on Wednesday the 15th, actual free agency will open up next week. Our Thursday show will cover the entire week of tampering, of uh, real <laughs> contracts being Legal, signed. illegal. Yeah, all illicit, uh, just, just all sorts of uh, contracts going on. Tampering talk. <laughs> yeah. uh, by the way, the teams with the most cap space heading into free agency, the Bears, $98 million. Atlanta with sixty six million, the Raiders at forty six. I mean, that's it's kind of wild what the Bears have because they almost have double what the third highest cap space. Trust team the process. Has. It's worth noting that with the Bears, there is a minimum cap. We don't talk about that a lot, right? There is a minimum salary that teams have to spend, and that is calculated over a three year period. So you can technically spend less than the minimum in a certain year, which the Bears did this past season. So they actually so they have, average it. They yeah, they average it over three years. So the Bears have to, by rule, spend a ton of money. They have to get their three year average up to the minimum, which they are below. They have a ton of cap space. So when you talk about like when there was all this, oh, they're going to trade uh, Justin Fields. So, and draft Bryce Young because of the... For the, their window. Yeah, for the, the window and the window. contract. I'm like, they kind of need to pay Justin Fields. Like, they have to. Okay. So then the Giants are fourth in terms of for, most cap for space now. for now. Uh, yeah, that, that'll that change quickly if they uh, if they lock up Daniel Mr. Jones. Daniel Jones, which there is some momentum, at least as of this recording. We're recording uh, Monday afternoon, by the way. These are always, you know... It's a podcast. We record the show. We're not on live with you all the time. So news is going to break that we don't hear about until the next episode, and that's just this part of the year. And then the Patriots, Bengals both have $36 million. Um, All right, let's get into it. Quarterbacks. We were going to predict the destination of Derek Carr. Saints. I went Saints, Saints. as well. I yeah. got it in first. 100% hit rate. Dang. All right, but we don't have to do that anymore. Yep. So let's talk about what we expect from the Daniel Jones situation. <laughs> we all agree it's the Giants. I mean, yeah. Well, they're going to tag him. Yeah, they've, they've said they will franchise tag him should they not get the deal. But They would not have it available for Saquon then. I know. That's, so I think they're that's, in a real pickle. They, that, it's a twofer. If you can get Daniel Jones under contract, you're going to tag am, Saquon Barkley. I have the mental picture right now of like, you know when you've got like multiple uh, people you brought in for questioning? At the, you know, like at a police op, uh, police are we, station. Are we talking interrogation? Yeah. Okay. Interrogation room. I just feel like they've got like Saquon in one and Daniel Jones in one. <laughs> okay. And there's one guy walking between them. And he says a few things. Sa he's like, okay, hold on. All Saquon right. told us. Yeah. <laughs> that you were going to play for this. Are we close here? Are we not close here? What about this contract? Okay. Hold, hold, hold on a second. I'm going to go to the other room. But there were some rumors about Bijan and the Giants. Oh, oh, come have on. Have you not seen that? I have not seen that. New I mean, York. every every possible rumor right now <laughs> I'm back. is like it's Jason's. Me. Jason's and Dave. Is there a team you can even be happy with at this point? There, I'm going to be happy with wh whoever drafts him because his talent is good enough. Detroit. I mean, there, it made some sense to me. Well, sure, you don't I have mean, to pay Saquon. You got a young, uh, a young Saquon. You the, know? Yeah, the the thing is about the franchise tag, I mean, we saw that with Tony Pollard. It's only $10 million for the franchise tag for the running back position. 
So it's actually yeah. It, like if they sign Daniel Jones or something and throw that tag on Barkley, it's not fair to Barkley, but it's a great deal for the Giants. First official prediction then. Let's go with Lamar Jackson. I think he's back in Baltimore. That's my final answer. So they will certainly tag him. I'm going to say that I, I'm starting oh, to believe he sits man. out. I'm going to say that he sits out because he's going to hold his ground on a fully guaranteed contract because he knows for sure that he could get that on the open market. Like, of course he could. D Deshaun Watson got it on the open market, and he's not as good well, and he was, carried so much open baggage. Market. He was traded. Well, even even all the more reason. I mean, he didn't even have the entirety of the league to go, um, you know, get a deal. So I, I'm going to say that Lamar Jackson does not play. I had put in, before I saw you guys' answer, of, uh, I think it's Baltimore or the couch. Oh, a little hedge there. Well, because I'm so saying thinks that. one of us is right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, you know what? I'm leaving it. <laughs> okay. That means uh, either everyone's wrong so no, or I'm right. <laughs> just for the sake of not arguing with you about that ridiculousness, none of us thinks he's going to end up on another team this year. I don't. And no. so, you know, the, that situation would be, you know, if he doesn't get the extension with Baltimore and he does sit out, it's going to be next year that we'd be dealing with his destination. Yeah, very similar to what happened with Le'Veon Bell and – you know, it is one of those situations. Melvin where these, Gordon too. Uh, he set so. out a. I think he was a bunch of. He missed some, he miss games. some games. That's what it yeah. was. Yep. Um, but I, uh, you know. And then the guy behind him was was way better. <laughs> there's whoops. <laughs> there's a lot of teams out there that are looking to trade so much draft capital to move up and select one of these rookies. I have to imagine every single one of those teams is calling Baltimore and yes. saying, "Look, I'll give you three firsts." For Lamar, and he's going to sit out. You're not going to have him this year. Grab three first. Let me pay him the full contract. I don't know. I would be doing that if it's, I was a GM. What's uh, how old is Baltimore? How old is Baltimore? <laughs> how old is the city? How old is the city of Baltimore? No, Lamar is uh, 26? 26. 26. That's Baltimore so is 293 years old. Thank you. Thank you. That's what I really wanted to yeah. know. 1729. That's been around a while. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Geno Smith, we're all agreed. We think he's back in Seattle. Mm -hmm. Yep. I think uh, that's an easy It's one. funny because if he's not, like if, like I guess like what you brought up, it's probably going to be both. If they take a quarterback, they'll just bring Geno in. But if for some reason he wasn't back at Seattle, I have no idea if Geno Smith is the starter somewhere. Yeah. It, he it doesn't should. feel like he's a guaranteed starter. Absolutely it doesn't. I don't think that other be. teams are wowed by him, and he's not in the situation in his career where you're going to bring him into a new franchise and feel like, well, we've we got our young buck. Uh, you, you know, he's 32 years old and he's had one good year. But that year was sensational. He, he led the NFL in completion percentage. He had the fourth most passing touchdowns. He was great. He was I mean, great. I, I, if he's not a starter, that's that would be ridiculous. There's With all the teams that could use a bridge quarterback. Uh, that being said, DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, they made Russell Wilson look good. So, <laughs> I mean. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> that's a funny narrative to me. Oh, man. Yeah, they do. Uh, they take care of their quarterbacks. Maybe anybody will work. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo is uh, the first quarterback prediction that we actually have a difference of opinion on. Why don't you guys go first? Well, we have a, the same. Um, yeah. The Jets are a destination that I think it fits so perfectly. I was saying earlier this offseason when they were talking about maybe going and getting Derek Carr, Jimmy Garoppolo is a more affordable version who has 
been a winner with well-constructed teams. This team is well-constructed. I think their best bet would be to get Jimmy Garoppolo. He can run this offense good enough for that great defense to to just keep winning games. Yeah, does his, does his uh, head coach like him? Because, I mean, that would be a, a reunion, a San Francisco reunion up in New York. Yeah, there'd be another reunion. That's the team I'm going with, and that would be Las Vegas, the Raiders. I think it. I think the Raiders are either going to figure out how to get Aaron Rodgers, or it's going to be Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, Josh McDaniels has always they talked. Better do that quick. Talked very fondly of uh, of Jimmy G, and so I think Las Vegas will be that uh, that destination. Um, shall we move on to some running back predictions? Yes. Please, Saquon Barkley. We do not all agree here. Mike and I have him back in New York with yeah. the Giants. Jason taking the leap here. I am taking the leap, and obviously this one will be the first one to blow back in, in someone's face because if Daniel Jones gets a contract done in short order, then they will franchise Barkley and he'll be back for the Giants. But should they not get that done and they can't use that franchise tag, I think they're too far away in the money and a team with a lot of cap space that wants to run the ball, the Atlanta Falcons, to Just me, would be a Disrespect, my would man. Would be a perfect... Algier. Look, Algier's fine. He he showed, like... He shows he, up to work. He can be a good a good backup to Saquon, but... <laughs> so ridiculous. Look, Arthur wants his Derrick Henry that he had in Tennessee. He He's wants a him. superstar. <laughs> he does not have a superstar running back. He made Cordero Patterson look really good. Tyler Algier looked really good. He's got to believe if we could get Saquon Barkley, this offense will thrive. I don't know if that's true, but I believe he believes that. All right, then we're moving on to Kareem Hunt, who will be a free agent. We all have different destinations for Kareem Hunt. Stupid Cleveland Browns. Um, yeah, seriously. What I'm are you so mad at them? They suck. So, like, I mean, I was already upset with them from the Deshaun Watson garbage, but to, to have Kareem Hunt, Teams wanted him. Teams wanted to trade for him. You could have gotten draft capital immediately. Maybe you got the second. I know they can still get the uh, like a third rounder, the compensatory pick. But like you didn't even use him then after the trade deadline. It's ridiculous. Well, uh, we all have a different potential home for Kareem Hunt. I'm going to go with a. Uh, I'm gonna go with Baltimore. Okay. For Kareem Hunt, as a compliment, they need uh, they need another runner in the backfield. They they like having can Kareem Hunt and J.K. Dobbins three legged race so that they have two very strong legs. It, it it's possible, yeah, yeah. Kareem's got I think Kareem's got enough to spare off of one of the legs to they just, they put him in a workout plan where it's just squats with with his, with the right leg. I don't even know which one it needs to be, but. <laughs> Um, I like the idea of that. I, I think the I think Baltimore's running back room is is uh, pr pretty solid. They right love now. old and, guys, but they do love old guys. That that's the thing is that you've seen them bring in some of these retreads when they had injuries. So I that makes sense to me. But the other team we've seen do that, the Broncos, who just brought in Latavius Murray and some of these guys because they want the veteran to hold down the fort. Uh, that's where I've got Kareem Hunt going. They We've talked about this with Alexander Madison. They really need a running back while Javante is getting healthy. Kareem Hunt has the skill set to be kind of what they had in Melvin Gordon before Melvin Gordon kind of aged out. Mike? 
And I am calling the shot of, I think there's enough smoke of Joe Mixon being released by the Cincinnati Bengals for cap room. And then with both Joseph Mixon and uh, Samaj P. Ryan off the team, I think Kareem Hunt would fit in very, very well with what the Cincinnati Bengals are trying Once, to do. One-year deal? Yeah, one or two. Just I mean, just a, a real cheap deal, and Kareem Hunt has enough left that he's a sensational pass catcher. He fits their offense. I genuinely think he signs a one- or two-year deal. I mean, that's a matter. Yeah, for, that's for, a matter. for sure. Yeah, I, I, I would agree with that. And I, I do think that you're you're both onto something a little bit staying in division because he's going to be like, freaking Browns, <laughs> you guys suck. It's possible. Yeah, had you, you didn't use me for a whole Pull year. Pull could have Melvin Gordon. Yeah. Uh, let's go to Miles Sanders, just 25 years old, part of the committee of backs in Philadelphia. We all have him moving on out of Philly. Uh, Jason, why don't we start with you? I'm going to go with another team like the Falcons that want to run the ball, are built to run the ball, but need a slightly better running back than what they have on the roster. That's Carolina Panthers. They, I, I believe they re-signed Deontay Foreman as well and have kind of a their own little committee here of quality backs. And uh, Carolina, I, th I think he could succeed there. I am going to make Jason frustrated. Yeah, I saw that. I'm going to go with the New York Jets. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you touch my breeze? That would not be just Jason getting. The Twitter will explode if, if a running back with the pedigree and the age of Miles Sanders ends up with the Jets, we we will lose our minds appropriately. This is a big table, but I can flip it. <laughs> and this would be one of those things that would cause me to do so. Yeah, I think there's a level of in, uh, frustration at what the result was last year once Brees Hall went down. They did not have a next man up in New York for that running back room. They tried with... Uh, Zonovan. Bam Knight. Yeah, Bam Knight. What was it? Bam Knight, it was... Uh, Trying to remember I mean, the Michael two Carter's more backs, Michael there. Carter and, they, they and James Robinson. James Robinson. Yeah. <laughs> so they they tried Whoops. they tried three different names. Obviously, Brees Hall's their future. He would still be the workhorse, but it will take him time to get back. And I'm going with a team that keeps trying over and over and over to find their solution at the running back position. And I'm not sure that it is James Cook for the Buffalo Bills, even though they drafted him very high because they wanted that pass-catching running back desperately, but they need a hammer, and I think that Miles Sanders could fit that role uh, perfectly, which they're, you know, I guess the, there's not actual rumors of Derrick Henry to the Buffalo Bills, but there are rumors, we didn't mention it, but that there's rumors that Derrick Henry is being uh, floated in trade offers. and If you want a hammer. Yeah, I mean... But I, am, I, so I, I mean, like Miles Sanders fits what the Buffalo Bills need, a, a, a reliable guy who can carry the ball a whole bunch. He's pretty good at the goal line. I think he's going to be too expensive for them. That's my concern. Like, I think he's going to be – he's the perfect running back to end up on a team with more cap space and less uh, – Wisdom. Wisdom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's why I've got the Falcons and Panthers as my two running back destinations. Uh. It's a little bit of like what happened with Christian Kirk. Not worth what he got paid in Jacksonville. That's just my opinion. David Montgomery, we all have him going back to Chicago. So yeah. no Boring. Changes. Like we said, they have to spend money. Let's talk about wide receivers. A lot of wide receiver needy teams. Um, we are going to start with Juju. Juju Smith-Schuster. Another one-year deal. 
I think he's the second best wide receiver in free agency available. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I get it. I get it. I, I, man, that's tough. I, I guess I'm thinking if I'm a general manager, would I rather have Juju Smith-Schuster or would I rather have Jacoby Myers? They play similar roles. They play them differently, but it would be taking the same role. I would probably take whoever costs less. <laughs> Okay. All right. Well, Juju, I'm going to go with Kansas City. I think he comes back again. I think Kansas City wants him back. And um, I was tempted to do some wild stuff here. Um, Baltimore was a potential home, obviously, but so was a reunification in Pittsburgh uh, that I thought about having happen. Um, That'd be wild. I I do have him going to Baltimore. I think it makes a lot of sense. He flirted with them last year. Um, the Baltimore Ravens desperately, desperately need wide receiver help, and there's not a bigger name in free agency than Juju. So uh, that's where I've got him landing. And I have him going down to Atlanta to compliment Mr. Drake London. You have your gigantic man. Now get a get a qualified slot wide receiver in there. By the way, it was on record in this. Uh, I saw you make a note here, Kyle, that Mike is the reigning champion in free agency Which predictions. I do not remember. But you didn't put any proof. Yeah, there was no proof. There was no proof. Also, he makes no evidence. He makes picks like uh, what either Andy or Jason said. I get pumped. Oh, I no, see. No, I said I was in first, and you both copied me. Baltimore or the couch, Mike? <sighs> Baltimore. All right. Uh, Jacoby Myers on the uh, couch is the wide receiver. <laughs> That's the city he's going to be sitting on the couch in. Jacoby Myers, who I think is the best free agent wide receiver, and I have him being the target of Baltimore, who you had Juju going to. I think he ends up in Baltimore, and I think he gets paid more than people think he deserves. Yeah, that that could definitely happen. I believe the Titans, who have just released Robert Woods, are trying to get someone who is what Robert Woods used to be, and that is Jacoby Myers. I do. I like the Titans a lot, but I didn't want to match, so I'm going out on a limb here, and I think that it's possible the Houston Texans, they need to they need to rebuild from the ground up. Why not make a, a splash for whoever your young quarterback ends up being, get him a, a, a solid wide receiver. I agree. Jacoby's a, a good player. He will really help a football team, so I got him down for the Houston Texans. And then we're gonna we're gonna take shots with DJ Chark and Alan Lazard. For DJ Chark, I'm going with Atlanta. So I'm gonna put him in Atlanta. Um It makes sense. Jason? I'm going to actually go with the Bills. <laughs> oh my god. You coward. Oh you changed. My gosh. You had the Giants in. I'm telling people. I, I did <laughs> oh, have man. the Giants in. No, but uh I, I'm flipping that with the next player we're gonna talk about. The Bills, I think, would get a cheap deal and can sell DJ Chark on his skill set being utilized so well. I don't well mind that pick. That's with a good Josh pick. Allen. And I think he'd be cheap. It'd be like a one year. Yeah. And I've got DJ Chark going to the Cowboys. They, I think they messed up pretty bad when they traded away Mark Cooper for nothing and they gambled on Michael Gallup. And that team, they need speed. And DJ Chark can, he can provide, he can provide. that. Um, Alan Lazard. The final wide receiver we're going to predict today, Mike. This is your your Ravens guy. Yeah, this like uh, I think it it matches up. Alan Lazard may not be like the most technically sad. Like maybe Juju can make some sexier plays, but it's like when it comes to a well rounded wide receiver who can be on the field and do dirty work when it's cold and rainy and muddy in Baltimore, and you need a 
gigantic wide receiver who can be a top-tier blocker on the field as well as make – I mean, he made tons of really big plays for Aaron Rodgers. I think that it makes sense for – he won't break the bank. I don't, I don't know that Baltimore is willing to pay up for someone like Jacoby Myers. So I got Alan Lazard going there. Yeah, I've I've got him going to the Giants. I think that well-rounded run blocking um combination would would work there as well, especially being a little cheaper since they're still probably paying a lot of cap space for Kenny Galladay. <laughs> yeah, and I have him going to the Texans. I think he'll be the Texans overpay this offseason. His identity his identity is that blocking tough-nosed uh, it fits yeah, with it, what they're going to do on offense. It makes sense. Um, and then, uh, do you want to take a shot at Beckham just out of the dark here? <laughs> I mean, Beckham, some people have him as the best free agent available. He's 30 years old. Tells you what the free agent class Man, is like. I have, I had deleted him from, from my mind, but yeah, it makes sense of considering what, like what week did, uh, did he take hold of the headlines last year was every single week. He's going to be ready. Where's he going to go? He's going to be ready. And then he was not ready. But see, I would have, I would, the low hanging fruit would have been Dallas for me. But with the offensive identity changing, I don't know if the risk reward right. on the the locker room and you know everybody loves him as a players. But then you know a lot of headlines have been associated with OBJ. I don't think he's going to be Dallas. Yeah, I'm I'm looking at some teams here. I think uh, the tie, you know, Titans are going to re rebuild. I'll throw mine in I'm Kansas gonna, City. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna go Stupid with the Los Angeles Rams. He's back after they <laughs> no. are able to trade away Allen Robinson. The Rams. Yeah. Okay. Um guess I need to pick one, don't I? He's gonna be he's gonna chase a ring. And the Rams yeah. is not the right place to do that right I, now. I'm going to go with the play I'm gonna go with the the Raiders. He's gonna he's gonna chase a ring. He will be. With the Raiders With the Raiders? No. Who's, no. No. Uh, do you have no you don't if have Rodgers ends up in in Las Vegas. Okay, that yeah. It could happen. Um then then Beckham could could go and hang out with Devontae. All right, one tight end we're going to predict Dalton Schultz. Uh we all have kind of a an overpay coming from the Texans because they have to to lure free agents and to me it's going to be Dalton Schultz uh a rookie quarterback's best friend is his tight end and this will be the Austin Hooper type of situation. That's, that's, oh, that makes me so sad because I was looking. I'm like, this is gonna, it's gonna be Hooper again. There's so, always a Hooper. It's there, someone's gonna overpay. He's gonna go to a system, and it probably won't work out. Uh, I Th feel like those are the things I was thinking through when I was like, oh yeah, the Texans. yeah, the Houston okay. Texans. It makes sense. Uh, the Detroit Lions they need a tight end, and they decided it was not T.J. Hawkinson. Maybe they decide that they'll give Dalton Schultz way too much money. And I'm going to go with Dallas. I think they find a way to make it happen. They're going to have hmm. to find some some dollars hidden under some cushions. Yeah, they may be uh, dollars with Zeke's face on it. I'm not sure. <laughs> I, think the, I think the only way that that can happen is if his open market isn't there. It, you know, because obviously they're, they've, they're not franchising him. They franchise Pollard. If he tests the open market and it's very lukewarm, cold on him, then – yeah, I, th I think Dalton Schultz would like to be in Dallas. I think Dallas would like Dalton Schultz. Absolutely, but so, money talks. Yep, and uh, if there is a team out there willing to hooper him, as they say, yeah, if he's going to get hoopered, he's going to take the hooper money. Who's going to hooper hooper? Mm. Hooper began it, so he was the first hooper. Well, I'm saying, but he's he's available. 
Oh, that's true. Yeah, who, he's back on the market. Uh, <laughs> I don't actually care. He can go back. Uh, he can go back to Atlanta. <laughs> they do. The, they how, do need a good tight end there. How about the DC Defenders. The that's D- XFL. Oh, I was like, they're they're the Manders. You've been Jason. watching a lot of XFL. Nope. <laughs> no, I've seen I've seen, seen some... a couple Josh Gordon highlights. Yeah, yes, that was that was bo- that was so awesome because one, it's Wait, so is cool to see did? Josh Gordon. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, he had this what? big bomb touchdown. Guys couldn't tackle him. It was so funny to me because. One, it's awesome. It's Josh Gordon being awesome, and two, he was pretty slow. And oh like, no! He didn't look like he was anything special, but these guys couldn't tackle him because they're not that good. <laughs> I mean, it just was like evidence to me of like, oh yeah, this is yeah, this is what could have been. Couple tears yes, down. Josh Gordon been. was real, real good. He was ahead in, of his time in Cleveland. <laughs> he was ahead of his time. <laughs> Speaking of legal legal tampering and. <laughs> Him and Martavis Bryant yeah. just needed to come in the league about five years later, and they would have had careers. Yep. Yeah. All right. Uh, anything else we need to cover here at the end? UltimateDraftKit.com. If you want to get a pre-order in on the 2023 UDK, you get some uh, perks, like $15 in uh, basically gift certificates. <laughs> I don't think I've like, ever called them that before. And I like how it's basically... <laughs> Basically, you get $15 a gift because that is, in fact, what you get. <laughs> Basically, you're going to kind of get, get gift these- certificates. <laughs> what do I normally say? I, it's, I'm blank. $15 in. Gift cards? Oh, there it is. <laughs> So, so you threw in the filler word of basically as you tried to find it? Yeah, and then I went with, <laughs> basically I went with certificates. gift certificates. You print, you print them, out. them out. Yeah, you do. You mail them you, in. You know, or you could stop by and just, you know, we'll check your gift certificate. Yeah, there's stuff in the UDK. Okay, that is it for today's show. We'll be back Thursday with another episode. Talk to you then. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Fantasy Footballers Podcast. Join our fantasy football community on jointhefoot.com and follow us on Twitter at the FFBallers. Hey there, Foot Clan. Still listening? I'd like to take this brief moment to invite you to become a part of the world's greatest fantasy football community, the Foot Clan. By supporting the show at jointhefoot.com, you get access to exclusive episodes every week, access to a thriving community of 30,000-plus like-minded fantasy football players, and access to special tools to help you win each week. Learn more at jointhefoot.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com.